हरे कृष्णा जय राधा मारवा कुंज विहारी जय राधा मारवा कुंज विहारी Pijanavalava Girivadadari Pijanavalava Girivadadari Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Jamuna Tiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Pijanavalava Girivaradari Jaya Gopijanavalava Girivaradari Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Jamuna Tiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, Prabhupada, Jaya Jaya Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Jaya Jaya Guru Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Thank you, Prabhu. Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12. We are in the final chapter, 12th chapter, excuse me, 13th chapter. Text number 10, right? Canto 12, chapter 13, text number 10. Idam Bhagavata Purvam Ramanye Nabi Pankaje Sitaya Bhava Bitaya Karunyat Samprakashitim Idam Bhagavata Purvam Brahmane Nabi Pankaje Shittaya Bhava Bhittaya Karunyat Samprakashitam Idam Bhagavata Purvam Brahmani Nabi Pankaje Shittaya Bhava Bhittaya Karunya Samprakashitam. Idam Bhagavata Purvam. Brahmane Nabe Pankaje. Shitaya Bhava Bhitaya. Karunyat Samprakashitam Idam Bhagavata Purvam Brahmane Nabi Pankaje Shitaya Bhava Bhutiya 
Karunyatsambhakasitam. Word for word, idam. This. Bhagavata. By the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Purvam. First. Brahmani. To Brahma. Nabi Pankaje. Upon the lotus growing from the navel. Shitaya, who was situated. Bhava, of material existence. Bitaya, who was fearful. Karunya, out of mercy. Sampakashitam, was fully revealed. Translation and purport by the followers of His Divine Grace, Shri A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Ki. Translation. It was to Lord Brahma that the Supreme Personality of Godhead first revealed the Srimad Bhagavatam in full. At the time, Brahma, frightened by material existence, was sitting on the lotus flower that had grown from the Lord's navel. Please repeat. It was to Lord Brahma that the Supreme Personality of Godhead first revealed the Srimad Bhagavatam in full. At the time, Brahma, frightened by material existence, was sitting on the lotus flower that had grown from the Lord's navel. Purport. Lord Krishna enlightened Brahma with the knowledge of Srimad Bhagavatam before the creation of this universe, as indicated here by the word Purvam. Also, the first verse of the Bhagavatam states, Tane Brahma Rada Yi Adi Kavaye. Lord Krishna expanded perfect knowledge into the heart of Lord Brahma. Because conditioned souls can experience only temporary objects which are created, maintained, and destroyed, they cannot readily understand that Srimad Bhagavatam is an eternal, transcendental literature, non-different from the Absolute Truth. As stated in the Mundaka Upanishad 1.1.1, Brahma Devanam Prataramā Sambhabhuve Vishvasya krita bhuvanasya gopta sabrama vidyam sarva vidya pratishtam atarvaya jesta putraya prada praha. Quote, all the demigods, excuse me, quote, among all the demigods, Brahma was the first to take birth. He is the creator of this universe and also its protector. To his eldest son, Atarva, he instructed the spiritual science of the self, which is the basis of all other branches of knowledge. Close quotes. Despite his exalted position, however, Brahma still fears the influence of the Lord's illusory potency. Thus, his ener- excuse me, thus this energy seems virtually insurmountable. 
But Lord Chaitanya is so kind that during his missionary activities in eastern and southern India, he freely distributed Krishna consciousness to everyone, urging them to become teachers of Bhagavad Gita. Lord Krishna, excuse me, Lord Chaitanya, who is Krishna himself, encouraged the people by saying, By my order, just become a teacher of Lord Krishna's message and save this country. I assure you that the waves of Maya will never stop your progress. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhyalila 7.128 If we give up all sinful activities and engage constantly in the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya, victory is assured in our personal lives and also in our missionary efforts. Omagana Tirandasya Jananjanan Talakaya Chakshura Unmilitam Jaina Tasma Shri Guruvenamha Shri Chaitanya Manobisham Shapitam Jaina Bhutale Swam Rupa Kanamayam Diranti Swapadantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances under the dust of his lotus feet. Namo Vishnupadaya Krishna Prasdaya Bhutale Shimati Tamo Krishna Goswami Nitinamadi. Namo Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale, Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamani, Namaste Saraswati Devi, Gauravani Pacharini, Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Pashtatari Shatarini, Vanchakopa Tarubhaisya, Kripasinavasevacha, Patitanam Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavabhyo, Namo Namaha, Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Raita Gadara, Shivasari Gaura Bhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. If you're listening in on the net or on the radio or on your uh, phone or the whatever way you're listening or if you're here, thank you for tuning in to today's Srimad Bhagavatam class. Um we are in the final chapter of the Bhagavatam. And the Bhagavatam is about to finish. And it seems quite amazing to me uh, to look back on this, that when I first came about 24, 25 years ago, the Bhagavatam was just beginning on the first canto. So it's taken us 23, 24, 25 years to go through the whole Bhagavatam just in class. And that's with, with a devotee reading what? One verse, one purport. So, but sometimes they skip a bit because there's no purport. But that's astonishing to think it could take that long. And that's how long the Srimad Bhagavatam is. It's, uh, 18,000 verses, I believe that's right. Prabhuji yesterday was given class and spoke about, oh yeah, it's in the previous verse. And it's it's interesting how um, it was in the ninth text that all the Puranas support, they're, they're the, uh, the Brahma Purana consists of 10,000 verses Padma Purana, 55,000. Vishnu Purana, 23,000. Narada Purana, 
25,000. Srimad Bhagavatam, 18,000 verses. And these, these, uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam is the topmost. It's the cream of all the Puranas. It's the spotless Purana. All of the other Puranas are attendants to the Srimad Bhagavatam. That's how important it is. And so the Srimad Bhagavatam is uh, such an important uh, book. It, it, it has arisen during this Kali Yuga to give light during this dark age. So Srimad Bhagavatam is something not only should we hear uh, when we tune into class or we come to class and we listen to class, that's very important, right? Like Sam's here. Sam's here attending Bhagavatam class. And I'm fortunate I've been asked to give class. So it makes me look at the Bhagavatam and study it a bit to prepare for the lecture the next day. And so it, it's really nice to have this time that we come together and discuss the Bhagavatam. And we know that when there's a discourse on Krishna with individuals talking and speaking about Krishna or speaking about the Bhagavatam, because the Bhagavatam is no different from Krishna, right? That that becomes more potent. potent. The potency of the Srimad Bhagavatam, when it's discussed amongst devotees, Krishna's there in that exchange. And so it's even more potent than if you read it on your own, right? If you read it on your own. However, it is still very, 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 very good to read it on your own <laughs> and to spend time reading these literatures and Srila Prabhupada's translations on your own. Self-study every day is so important. When these books came out in the early part of the movement, do you, how many books did... Did Srila Prabhupada have when he came to America, Sam? Do you know? Well, he had, yeah, he had maybe 50 total, but he had three volumes of the Srimad Bhagavatam that he had translated and printed on his own. Three volumes from the first canto of the Bhagavatam. And they call those the Jaladuta Bhagavatams, right? Because Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada had a trunk. And in the trunk were these Bhagavatams. And these were his literatures that he'd prepared to bring to America. And had had gotten as much as he could done in India. So that he could bring this transcendental literature to the West. To spread it around the world. So it's it's not just symbolic that Srila Prabhupada came to the West to preach. It's also physically he came and he brought the book itself, right? He bought, brought the Srimad Bhagavatam with him, with him personally to bring to America, to bring to the West and, and just spread Krishna consciousness. So he hadn't yet completed his translations and publishing of all the Bhagavatam, right? So when he got here, he began his movement. He registered it. He incorporated ISKCON, and he began to preach. And immediately he got followers, right? 
And these followers began to help him in one of his great duties, one of the great instructions that he received from his spiritual master, Srila Bhakti Zananta Saraswati Thakur, to spread Krishna consciousness. Srila Prabhupada needed books because his spiritual master had said, excuse me, there, the Murdunga is, is one thing, but there is a big Murdunga, a big Murdunga, and that is the printing press. The printing press. So if you, if you get money, print books. This was the instruction of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur to Srila Prabhupada. And we all know this. We know the history. Uh, we've heard it many times. But it's important to remember because these books are there for us to study. And as Srila Prabhupada translated and then the devotees published the books, the, the second canto, third canto, fourth canto. As the cantos came out, when they were ready, they would be published by, by canto. And the devotees, the young devotees, the early devotees of the movement would devour those books. That's what His Holiness Tamal Krishna Maharaj has said. He said, we would just devour those books. What does it mean to devour something in a nice way, Sam? To what? To have the books and to read them and to relish them and to enjoy them, right? If you devour something in, in you know, usually it means to eat something up, right? I see a nice piece of cake. It's It's vegetarian. It's vegan, or and it's been offered to Krishna. It was cooked by a devotee. I want to, I want to eat that piece of cake. Really, really, I'm really hungry, so I, I eat it. I eat it with great relish, and I eat it quickly. That's called to devour, to devour something, to de- devour a piece of cake. And so, books are like this. You know, you can get a beautiful Krishna conscious book. And be so attracted to it that you devour it, right? And uh, this happens with, with books. We feel greatly attracted. So when we get it, we devour it. We're so happy to be reading it and, and studying it and feeling the uh, effect, the spiritual effect of the book, of reading the book. So it's, it, it, it is more potent to discuss, to read Bhagavatam and discuss amongst the devotees in Bhagavatam class. And in the evenings, we are to discourse on Bhagavad Gita. But in between, what do we do? Do we ignore the books? Do we just say, no, that was enough. Uh, I heard Bhagavatam lecture today. That's enough. No, Srila Prabhupada said, study the books and the early devotees, they would study the books. They would devour the books. That means they would come together, read them together, even when it wasn't Bhagavatam class. They would read the, read the whole book. Then they would read it again with each other. Then they would discuss it with each other. They would talk about it. And they would, they would pick at it to understand it. They would enlighten each other with their realizations on the meaning and discuss and be so excited because they had met Srila Prabhupada. Many of them, they had Srila Prabhupada as their spiritual master. So they were anxious to hear his words, to read his purports. 
and to read the Srimad Bhagavatam and to be enlightened. And they were feeling this uh, effect, the effect that spiritual literatures have on you, right? Like coming and seeing the deities has an effect on us. It affects us to see how beautiful Krishna is. Krishna and Radha, Radha Kalachanji, Chota Radha Kalachanji, Radha Govinda, Lord Jagannath, Lord Baladev, Subhadra Devi, Shishi Gornitai here in Dallas. We're so fortunate we come and, and, and seeing the deities, having darshan of the deities affects us. And this effect is spiritual. We come to see Krishna, but what are we really doing? We're showing ourselves to Krishna. Krishna's looking at us. Oh, you have tilak on. Oh, you have nice dhoti kurta. Sorry. You've come to pay your respects, to see me, to feel enlivened by seeing how beautifully, how beautifully the devotees have dressed and honored Krishna with new flowers, new garland, all nice jewelry, beautiful outfits. And so this, this is uh, our, our deity worship. And it's very important to help us as householders to see something opulent like this because we're all attracted to opulence. We all want a beautiful house, beautiful wife, beautiful cars, wealth, power, money. Right, Sam? We want all these things. But in Kali Yuga... It is very difficult to acquire these things. Very, very difficult. So Krishna says, just chant Hare Krishna. Instead, I will take care of you. I will give you what you need. Surrender unto me. And part of that surrendering process is we come, we see how beautiful the deity is. So I see Radha Kalachanji. I see the deities. And I don't, I don't, I don't covet anything else material because there's nothing in this world as beautiful as them. Right? There's nothing as beautiful as Krishna's deity form. And we have deities all over the world. We have deities in cities, uh, major cities in the United States, in Europe, in Asia, South America. And so, you know, we can live near a temple and come and see the deity every day and be reminded, oh, this, 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 the, the attractiveness, so-called attractiveness in the material world, it's nothing. It's nothing. The most beautiful object you could find in the world. Some beautiful person or beautiful music or beautiful object, a diamond or a jewel or something, right? Or something painting. You know, it's nothing. It's nothing compared to this to the beauty of Radha Kalachanji. Just standing here right now. There's nothing more beautiful. You go online, you can go to Mayapur TV, all of the temples are, are there. And you can click on that and see the live feed, see the live uh, hookup with the camera, and see, get darshan and deities all over the world. And this is really nice to do, it keeps you connected. And, and in the evening, we know it's morning in Mayapur, right? And in the morning here, it's evening in, in India, <clears throat> You can go to Juhu, you can see Radha Rasa Bihari's temple and their forms and the deity of Radha Rasa Bihari, how beautiful they are, how beautiful is their temple, the most, such a beautiful temple room. Uh, its design is unique and special, just like Dallas's temple is so beautiful. Uh, 
incredibly beautiful uh, offerings that devotees have done and offered to Krishna in love. And so it's 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 important we uh, we remember that, that what Prabhupada has established for us the deities and especially the books. We have each other. We have our association. We have prasadam, and and it's important. All these things are there to help us become fully Krishna conscious, and and to read the books every day will make us fully Krishna conscious. We have to study the books on our own. There's a reason that the early devotees became advanced quickly in Krishna consciousness. They devoured Srila Prabhupada's books as they came out. And they became completely versed in the books. They became completely aware and learned what was in the books and the concepts and the teachings such that they could teach it to others. And so the purport mentions that, how important it is for us to become preachers and, 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 and if we don't understand these books thoroughly, how can we preach to people about them? Uh, Lord Chaitanya uh, encourages us by my order, by Lord Chaitanya's order, and he's Krishna, become guru and save this land. What does become guru mean? Become a teacher. Teach the Bhagavad Gita. Teach this Srimad Bhagavatam to people. And it sounds uh, uh, easy, and then we think about it, and it and it looks hard. How do we tell people? We give them books, right? We go out, we distribute books, or we do Harinam in the streets, and we attract them by Krishna chanting of Krishna's names. Then they come up and they ask, "Who are you? What are you doing? Why are you so happy? Can I come to your temple? Yeah, we have a temple. We have a restaurant. Come and visit us, and see what real happiness is about." Right? How did you meet the devotees, Sam? How did you meet the devotees? You came to the temple, but what, what made you come to the temple? Do you remember? Vegetarianism. Sam was interested in vegetarianism. And maybe you heard about Kalachanji's restaurant. Yes, very good. So many of us came to the temple. That's the same reason I came. I was interested in vegetarianism too. And so I had heard about Kalachunji's restaurant, right? The greatest restaurant in the world. And so hearing about it, we like to eat. We all like nice foodstuffs. We're interested in vegetarianism. We know Hey, there's something here, you know. I, I, you know, this meat-eating business seems very ghastly, and so you come to the restaurant, and then you see the temple. Oh, maybe I should go in there. And then one day you 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 get your courage together, and you come into the temple room. Wow, it's unbelievable, right? Then you meet a devotee, and they say, "Here, here's a nice book," <laughs> and so. Even though you're reluctant at first to even come to the temple, you do come. You come in the temple room finally. You finally, you don't want a book. Later you take one and you read it and you go, wow, this is the best. This is the, the highest knowledge. This is the, the most attractive philosophy I've ever seen. And it, it's clear to you if you've been searching a little bit in your heart, in your life for spiritual uh, 
fulfillment for spiritual knowledge and and you and you read the bhagavad gita it's it's all 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 your questions are answered right authoritatively by a pure devotee who understood understands bhagavad gita so i read bhagavad gita's before Srila Prabhupada's gita and they were nice they were flowery translations and poetic and i was attracted to some of those translations so i had a hard time at first with Srila Prabhupada's gita because I liked the flowery poetics of, of especially the 12th chapter. I was attached to some translations. And I had memorized those and would repeat them. But after I read Srila Prabhupada's Gita, it began to dawn on me that the, the spiritual principles behind the Gita, what you're actually supposed to get out of the Gita is a lot more than just flowery language to be attracted to in a sentimental way, in a, in, a, in a religiously sentimental way. And you get real deep uh, understanding. And it's a little shocking at first, isn't it? It's a little bit shocking. You know, you're not, you're expecting maybe another, some more poetics, you know, a little bit more uh, understanding. But you get Bhagavad Gita as it is. That means you get Krishna as it is. As he is. And this is astonishing. This is astonishing. That this is extant in the material world is unbelievable mercy. Because if you understand Krishna, you understand his appearance, you understand his nature, his form, his pastimes. Understand it, even if you just know about it. (laughs) If you accept it, and you try in a little bit of way to be humble and serve Krishna, he says, I take you back home. I'll take you back home. At the end of this birth, you don't have to take birth again. You come back home, back to Godhead. So it's, it's, it's really amazing, and it seems very simple, and it is simple. But why, does, why, don't, why don't we, why, why do, do we make it difficult is what the problem is. We don't keep it simple. <laughs> we, and we have a lot of anartas and unwanted, unclean things in our hearts, so it takes time. To purify ourselves of those things. And part of that purification is going out and preaching. Following Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's orders. Prabhupada's orders. Krishna's orders. Krishna gave orders to the troops. And a troop has to follow the orders or there's chaos. You know, the the soldiers can't say, wait a minute. You know, are you sure that this maneuver is what we really ought to do, General? No, the general's made a decision. He communicates to his captains. The captains communicate to the men. This is what we're going to do. The organization starts at the top, and those at the top make the decisions how to spread, how to order your army. This is the Sankirtan army we've joined. We're members of the Sankirtan army of Krishna. And our, our duty... Our battle, our our goal is not to take over land or planets. It's to give Krishna consciousness freely to others, right? When you meet people, they say, oh, wh- what do you do? What do you believe in? I see you're wearing a dhoti or kurta. What? Tell, why do you wear that? You can tell them about Krishna. You have a book. You try to give them a book. Why should I take this book from you? Because it will change your life. Just hold it. Look at the pictures. Do you have questions about why you're here? You can talk to people. People are pretty nice, too, most people. Once in a while you get you get some person who's not nice. 
And you just say, okay. You just go past them quickly. Because there's right behind them is, an, is actually a very nice person who's been arranged by Krishna to get that book from you. So it, 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 it really does work. And if we, we try to give Krishna to others, we get, we get Krishna, right? We get Krishna more. The more we try to give him, the more we get him. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu assures us in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhyam Lila 7.128, I assure you that the waves of Maya will never stop your progress. Maya cannot stop the progress of the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But why does it look like Maya is so strong? Maya is so powerful, especially in the world today. The forces of Maya seem overwhelming. The discord, governments, the internet, social media, you know, negative sinful behavior portrayed uh, by media and in society as the goal, the, the be-all, end-all, enjoy yourself, enjoyment. And, it, and and to enjoy yourself, you need money, right? You need wealth. And so the worship today is of wealth. Everyone's worshiping wealth. They're worshiping wealthy people, watching what they're doing, enjoying their wealth and their beauty. And their, if they're in movies or they're in media, oh, aren't they lucky? They're famous. Fame, fortune is attractive. It's attractive. But it's material. It's not real. It's illusory. The the, the material energy is uh, designed to attract us, but keep us in illusion. That's the illusory effect of trying to enjoy the material world. And we're all stuck in it. We all are, are trying to enjoy ourselves, even as devotees. But as devotees, we're trying to make uh, our enjoyment Krishna conscious under the regulative principles no meat, fish, or eggs, no gambling, no intoxication, no intercourse outside marriage. And so uh, that's that's quite a, uh, a tall order compared with the rest of society that freely enjoys all these things, gambling, intoxication, meat eating, illicit sex. And so when when we, we, we say to Maya, I'm not going to do these things because I want to achieve Krishna, Krishna consciousness, Maya is uh, on guard. She's the guard dog. She she protects Krishna. Says, "Well, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to tempt you. I'm going to have to test you. We're going to have to be sure that all these unwanted desires in your heart can become cleansed." (coughs) So it's it's a difficult difficult world. It's difficult to overcome Krishna's Maya. And it's stated in the purport that uh, Brahma was afraid of Maya. He was scared. He's really not scared of anything else, but he's scared of Maya. Who else was scared of Maya, Krishna's illusory potency? The person who was also was, was, was scared was Srila Prabhupada. And Srila Prabhupada had no fear. He had no fear. Brahma had fear before Krishna enlightened him with, with the Bhagavatam, right? The, the purport tells us, Lord Brahma, actually this is what the translation is about, Lord Brahma uh, became, was frightened. He was frightened. He was sitting on the lotus flower. He'd just been manifest. 
He's sitting on the lotus flower. He doesn't know why he's there, what all this is. It's a big flower. He's crawling around on it. He's, he's, he's in fear. So Krishna enlightens him. He's the first person to hear Srimad Bhagavatam in full. First revealed the Srimad Bhagavatam in full. At that time, Brahma, frightened by the material existence, was sitting on the lotus flower that had grown from the Lord's navel. So from hearing the Bhagavatam, he's not scared anymore. He's not fearful. But one thing that he learns about in the Bhagavatam that we learn in Bhagavad Gita is that Maya is very powerful, right? And so he's still fearful of Maya because Maya can make us do what? Fall down. Fall down from the platform of trying to be Krishna conscious into the platform of trying to enjoy ourselves. And so... uh Enjoyment is there. It will always be there. But we enjoy ourselves in a Krishna conscious manner instead of trying to enjoy ourselves in a gross, sinful manner. And that's, that's Krishna consciousness. And it's still, it's actually, once you begin to perform it, it's more enjoyable. It's more enjoyable than the gross, sinful enjoyments because it becomes purified, because you realize, uh, it's better to enjoy Krishna Prashad than to try and enjoy other foodstuffs, especially things that aren't offerable to Krishna, gross, nasty things. So even though if we, we cook and we don't offer it to Krishna, then it's not the same. We should only eat food offered to Krishna. The benefit is there. We know it's there. The benefit's there. We know an offered offered Prashad, it tastes better. It is better for us than going out and eating somewhere because we want to taste tasty food stuff. Even if it's vegetarian, right? It's still better to only offer Krishna Prashad. I was driving back from court yesterday and I headed to my office and I thought, well, I'll pick up something to eat. So sometimes I eat out. I get some kind of cheese sandwich or I get some kind of you know, vegetarian place, get something to eat. And I thought, I don't want to eat. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I remembered, it's Wednesday. And Mother Padma and the devotees are at UT Southwestern. And they have a, uh, they, they have a, their own, uh, spot in this <clears throat> very nice, uh, cafeteria. They, they have probably five or six businesses there selling and serving food. You know, Subway, Burger Hut, some other places are there. And right in the center is Kalachanji's. And they have their own, you know, little hut, little area, their own spot. Not area. They used to have a table out in the, in the middle of the, the lobby. But now they have, they have a, you know, a dedicated place with a serve out, a line, kitchen behind them. And so they can keep the prashadam really warm. They can serve it nicely. So I thought, I was so happy that I remembered, hey, go and honor prashadam. Don't eat other things. And so uh, it was nice. Then I, I got to see devotees. I had They even had samosas. They had brownies. And so, and the prashadam was wonderful, and it tasted so great. And it was, it, it, it was so nice to see the devotees out trying to spread Krishna consciousness by giving food, by giving purified food to people 
to eat for an extremely reasonable price. <laughs> it was really a good price for what you got. And and I thought this is uh this is what we should do every day. Relish uh Krishna Prashadam, relish the association of the devotees, and be Krishna conscious. Don't let Maya get uh get her uh hooks in you, you know. We're weak. We're very weak. And so Maya is always there to try and trip us up. Say, well, you're hungry. You better eat. You know, you don't need to, there's, there's no prashad around. Just go eat something vegetarian. You know, you don't need to do this. You, you, you worked hard. You know, just blow it off. And we, you know, sometimes I make that just poor decision. And, and I realized yesterday, it's so much nicer when you don't. So then you can make a plan. Okay, I have to go. How can I always have Krishna Prashadam? By cooking ahead of time and bringing it with me. I know that Balaram Prabhu in Los Angeles, he spoke about doing that too. He said only Krishna Prashad and no eating out. And he would cook his meals in the mornings before he had to go to work selling cars in Los Angeles. And so he would have his Prashad for lunch. And, and he would be covered. And so that Maya couldn't cover him. Krishna would cover him. And so uh, we should be afraid because this is how Maya gets gets at us. And and why was Sri the Prabhupada afraid of Maya? Because it's Krishna's Maya, <laughs> and Maya is so powerful it can pull even a very advanced devotee off. Not not Sri the Prabhupada, obviously, but it can can pull devotees away from the path. It, and and Prabhupada never wanted to. He he set an example for us. Don't don't think you can you can flaunt your Krishna consciousness in front of Maya. Maya will get you. You know, be humble, <laughs> be scared of Maya. Prabhupada set an example of being scared of Maya so that we would take it more seriously. Prabhupada was did not have problem with Maya. He was not going to fall down <clears throat> under any circumstance. But to show us, and same with Lord Brahma. To show us, he's still scared of Maya because he knows Maya is Krishna's energy and is potent and is there to serve a purpose, to keep devotees that are not ready for Krishna away from Krishna. And and so uh, we've, we've got to realize that and not uh, give in to the little things that are keeping us from Krishna, keeping us from, uh, keeping us away from Victory, right? The purport says that in, at the end. We, if we give up our sinful activities and engage constantly in the Sankirtan movement, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which means preaching, honoring Prashad, giving Krishna to others, book distribution, Harinam Sankirtan, and ourselves just being wrapped up in that all the time. If we do that, we, we pursue and we push the Sankirtan movement, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Victory is assured in our personal lives and in our missionary efforts. So we'll be victorious in our personal lives and our efforts to spread Krishna consciousness. Amazing, huh? Victory. Jai. Jai means victory. Victory. Jai Shri Prabhupada. Jai Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We want victory over the forces of darkness. There's lots of darkness in the world right now. 
right now. <clears throat> Maya and Kali Yuga is very strong, and we shouldn't be discouraged either. We have to remember that difficulties come for devotees. They're a sign from Krishna of areas we need to work on, things that we need to work at. And the difficulties are celebrated by pure devotees just as much as the beneficial things that Krishna gives to a devotee. They don't just want beneficial things. They don't want just good things. They, they are happy even with difficulties because in difficulty they remember Krishna even more than when things are good. So if that's the situation, then how can we expect things to just be good in the world? It's, 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 it's not intelligent to think the world is, is, should be a better place. Yeah, it should be, but it's not. It's difficult it's, it, because that's the challenge to us. Krishna and Lord Chaitanya is throwing down the challenge. It's not a question of when. It's a question of who's going to get credit for spreading the, the, the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's going to happen. It's going to spread. It's not a question of when or if. It's just who's going to get credit. So let's all of us do our best to get, and, and then we will receive the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So that's it. Um, Sam, a question? Okay. It's time for lunch. Excuse me. You're right. Breakfast. So we'll start with text 11 tomorrow. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki. Shri Prabhupada Ki. Sankirtan Movement Ki. Sam Prabhu Ki. Assemble Devotees Ki. Jai.